With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Market Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, everyone. Welcome to this week's very special edition of Market Watch podcast. It's proudly brought to you by Top Sport. Remember, the home of the best of the best multis. Download the Top Sport app. Today, why is it very special? We'll get to that shortly. Everyone think, oh, wildcard round, wildcard round in the NFL. No, that's not the case. When you tip the boss's horse, wow, come on. Does it get any more special than that? I'm talking about Tristan Merlihan, the usual suspect from Top Sport. I'm talking about Jared Condon from readingtheplay.com.au. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah, I'm a bit worried, Jimmy, because... um, I got this little bit of information at the start of the, the show and, and I was just desperate that this race was on 15 days ago. So it snuck into 2022 because I think when we get to the, the lunch bet tally, I don't think uh, Jerry's lunch bets have been looking good since the, uh, the turn of the year. So I hope that doesn't... Uh, Put uh, put poor old summer loving into into a tricky position, but we'll let Jared uh, let Jared discuss that. But now it's it's a big week up here. It's a geez, it's a it's a tough week to navigate when you've got a few people coming up to the Gold Coast. You got to catch up with and have a couple of beverages, and uh, it's it's been there's been plenty happening over the week. And there's NFL as you touch on, big race day, and then uh, yeah, big bash. It's it's we've got all the Aussie players back in the big bash, so plenty happening there as well. Jimmy, as you would say, you're as solid as a lemonade sandwich. I mean, here I was last Sunday and Monday getting text message after text message from you from the three winners out of four that you were back last Saturday. And now all of a sudden we've had a, a double bet on the millions, which we'll get to a little bit later, and you're just uh, diving in. Not bad, is it? Go Brock Purdy. That's all I'm saying. Go those, <laughs> go those 49ers. We might get to them. A little bit later. Six games in this wildcard weekend. They're absolutely outstanding too. So Eagles and the Chiefs have the week off. Um, Still incredible. Uh, Damar Hamlin, great news there. Improving condition. And you just wonder what impact that might have on the Bills as they go through this playoff series. So really, really interesting. But remember, if you're enjoying the podcast, sorry, mate. He actually walked out of hospital today, Jimmy. There you go. So uh, absolutely um, outstanding news. And it's, uh, as we say, you just never know the type of lift that might give the Buffalo Bills going into the into the playoffs. If you're liking it, uh, the podcast, subscribe. Make sure you tell people that you like it. Write a review. That'd be even better wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, uh, you name it. We're on YouTube as well. Lots to get through. BBL, finish of the Test Cricket. Thus far, we've got Test Cricket coming up in India in February. We've got the NFL, of course, and as Tristan mentioned, a massive weekend of racing with the Magic Millions. Before going forward, we like to go back. How did we go last week, Jared? What are our collects? And then you better give us our bank balance for Pass It On Clothing, Tristan. Well, Jimmy, uh, the 49ers covered the line, 14 and a half. Very nice. Uh, Tristan was all over the Titans at the plus six and a half, which got home. Uh, I had the Browns who shit the bed and were absolutely horrible at home. Um, didn't even get close. And that quarterback, which they've paid a lot of money for, 
he needs a very good off season. And uh, I did happen to mention Georgia might clean up in the college footy. Well, 65 to seven, I think they probably covered the line there. I happened to throw in a lunch bet just as a little bit more burly for you. And geez, I tell you what, Tristan's just as good as you, you know. I mean, we're 12 days into the, the new year and Tristan's come off um, uh, a 2022 that we might just let go through to the keeper. And now I'm fairly in his sight. So, um, yeah, the lunch lunch bet score, Jimmy, we have you out in, in front at a plus three. Tristan's sitting there in the middle at a plus one. I happen to be coming up uh, the back at the moment at a minus four. I'm just giving you two guys a little bit of a head start into January and then we'll get into the serious action. Yeah, I was just doing what Houston unsuccessfully did and try to play for draft picks to their back end of uh, end of last season. But uh, yeah, the uh, the poor old Tennessee Titans, they they were very gutsy towards the back end of the year. Obviously, down a lot of troops, and I thought they were a little bit unlucky to go down in the fashion they went down. They still covered the spread, but uh, and I don't think they would have progressed too far in the finals. But it would have been nice for them to to go forward. But yeah, we we have got a balance now of thirteen hundred and sixty two in the kitty, so certainly ticking along nicely uh, since we we made the the payment a couple of weeks ago. And what about uh, Lovey Smith, eh? Um, speaking of the, the Houstons, um, Houston Texans, uh, their coach, Lovey Smith, um, uh, plays for a win, ends up getting the result, which costs them the number one draft pick, and he gets sacked the next day. Yeah, the old intercept that went straight through the uh, the hands of uh, the Indianapolis Colts defender, that, that might have big ramifications in a lot of different areas. So, uh, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if... if uh, the, the Colts had to take that intercept if Luffy still may have had a job there today. Sean Payton apparently interviewed for that position as well. Um, interest around what Sean McVeigh is doing. Um, also, I think uh, uh, Sean Payton also interviewed for the Cardinals job, didn't he? So um, there's a bit of toing and froing yet. You just wonder about some of the other clubs that are already into the playoffs and you just wonder what their future holds for some of their coaches, some, some coaches and some players under a fair bit of pressure there. All right, let's have a look at this uh, wrap-up of the Test cricket. Um, I don't know what, what happens when you go on a Saturday afternoon, you're out with your mates and you think, what? What price can I get for Australia to win the Test match? And you get all excited, maybe three or four beers in. And um, you can, you know, because you know the bookmaker, you ring up and you can get it, you know, rather than 325, I get 330. And next thing you know, we just ran out of time, the Aussies, Tristan. Just ran out of time. And yes, when, when your number flashes up on the phone, the, the whole office uh, cheers. It's, it, it is hoping that you're away in the, uh, the pub a bit more regularly. But uh, no, it was, uh, I was actually quietly confident with you at that point that the Aussies were going to make a little charge. They looked like they had the momentum and just couldn't quite uh, get that flurry of uh, wickets like we've seen in previous test matches. So South Africans sort of probably dug in a lot better than I certainly expected. They're obviously fortunate with the conditions, but uh Geez, it just shows there's such a disparity between um, between first and fourth in the world. And um, I'm really fascinated to see how the Aussies go in this test series over in India because, um, you know, that's obviously the, the, the final frontier. That's going to be tricky. We've looked very, very good on our on our home conditions. Uh, how's that going to translate when we go to the subcontinent? It'll be, be fascinating to see. Yes, these next two tours are going to be... Um... Uh, mouth-watering to watch. I mean, India and, and then the Ashes against England. Um, that'll really start to tell us what we're made of, won't it? So do we have a dip in the BBL now before we get our test players back? I, d I don't know. There were some names in there where you start looking at the BBL games going, right, I've got absolutely no idea who you are, which is no one's fault other than the fact that you don't know who they are. So the level of interest is decreased. Luckily, we got guys like Chris Lynn still shining whilst he's still there because 
He's headed over to the UAE as well. And then you get these young guys like Spencer Johnson, who comes in and just bowls really rapid left arm, beautiful technique. And, hey, you're in your first game, but we're going to bowl you in the power surge as well. So a lot of face shown in him by the Brisbane Heat. But um, I think at this point now, this is where you start getting a little bit tired of the BBL. So the timing of these international players coming back is absolutely perfect, Tristan. It's absolutely perfect, as you say, Jimmy. Like, uh, we have lost a couple of those international superstars in recent times. So having a few of the, uh, the, the, the key Aussie players that obviously, you know, perform so well over the international series is, is massive. It's, it is a long summer of Big Bash cricket and you get to some of these games where a few of the sides are starting to look like they're, they're dropping out a little bit and we've still got over two weeks to go where you've got Melbourne and the Heat down there on two wins. It's obviously a, a tough old season for both of those, but we've got a pretty condensed leaderboard up near the top. So, yeah, good to see uh, you guys like Kawaja and Lubbershane back there last night and amongst others. So I think that's that's fallen into place quite well for the uh, for, for, for Cricket Australia. But, yeah, I, I think the next week's going to be that tricky little week and then obviously the, the momentum will build in the last week before finals. Can I just say that whoever suggested or took the advice from Manus Labashain that, yep, I'll bowl the fifth over. Um, I'll, I'll roll in my leggies. And I think that's a really good idea. That's where you've got to realise that just because he bats three in the test team doesn't mean his leg spinners are any good. So 20 off that first <laughs> over and you're like, oh, come on. How'd that get through the team meeting? But anyway, um, that's the way it goes. I, I, I still, I am really struggling from a, a betting point of view with this market around who's, uh, you might want to go through the overall winner market, but I, it's really hard to get a read on. One, because it's T20 cricket, so that, that makes it hard in the first place. And then who's going to be available, not just for the run into the finals, but then through the course of the finals as well. It's not straightforward, Tristan. It's not straightforward and it's very, very difficult to price up. The uh, the Scorchers are the $2.80 favourites, but obviously they've got a, a few key players that, are, that, are, that have gone home, but they've got so much depth, as we know, and they were they were pretty impressive there last night chasing home a score, albeit was helped a little bit by that fifth over. And then we got Sydney Sixers with... Um, I heard a little snippet on the radio when I was driving into work this morning. Uh, Sir Bradley Haddon was uh, declaring the Sixers, saying as soon as Smith is back... They, uh, they just win. So uh, that was a good little soundbite to, to get on the, the morning drive in there. $3.80 second pick. Uh, Adelaide Strikers, Hobart and the Thunder are all at the six fifty mark and then it gets pretty wide after that. So, But it is tricky because, yeah, there is a, you know, it, it's very difficult to understand the complexion of these sides as it gets into finals. All right, Jared, let's get into it. We've all got lunch bets to win against you in this one. Uh, let's have a look at the NFL. We've got the playoff round. Have a look at the AFC and NFC seedings for us based on what we've got. So Chiefs, obviously, and the Eagles are through. And then we've got our, our matchups. Actually, before we do that, can we get a market update based on now that we've got our, our playoff sides, Tristan, just for overall winner, Super Bowl winner? Yeah, Super Bowl winner. We've got Kansas clear favourites at $4.20. Buffalo second pick at $5. Philadelphia $5.50, along with San Fran at $5.50. Cincinnati 9, Dallas 14. Then you've got a trio of teams at 26. LA Chargers, Vikings, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 26. And uh, then Seattle all the way down there at 101. Wow, I would have loved to see the Rams uh, cause an upset there and get Detroit in after the big win on uh, Monday Night Football, but not to be. So, uh, uh, very, very interesting um, run to the Super Bowl now with 420 the favourite. Well, as we've discussed over recent weeks, I think on the NFC, the, the two obvious uh, seeded uh, one and two, and that's the Eagles and the 49ers. The Eagles certainly looked um, 
Uh, much like what we knew of them with Hertz back last week. Um, I still really like the 49ers on that side. I mean, I just think the, the defensive setup that they have and the smarts they have around that coach. I mean, who would have believed that a team that's on their third string quarterback going into uh, a playoffs, uh, number two in the seats, and, you know, only, uh, what are they, uh, five, 550 uh, in the marketplace and I think they can go through and um, you'd like to see the Eagles against the 49ers uh, in the playoff for the NFC. The AFC, it's all around the obvious three being the Chiefs, the Bills and the Bengals. Uh, Interestingly, given what unfolded with the no contest between the Bengals and the Bills a couple of weeks ago, should we end up with the Bills playing the Chiefs coming through into that final, then that game uh, will end up being on a neutral field and not with uh, the Chiefs or the Bills being at home. Um, and likely with the unfolding of the games this week, I expect that the Bengals beat the Ravens. That the, I think the Bills will absolutely flog the Dolphins, which would then mean that we get the Bengals and the Bills next week. What a what a game a set up off uh, what we saw only 10 days ago, that one will be. Um, I'm still liking the Bills and the Bengals. I think the winner of that game will really give the Chiefs a bit of a run. Um, I have mentioned weeks ago that the Bengals at $14, I thought long-term looked a a really nice bet to get through to the Super Bowl. Um, And, you know, next week, I think the the, uh, round two or week two matchups are going to be super. All right, well, let's get into uh, the games as they appear this week. So first up, and by the way, uh, how good is it if you are an NFL fan? Sunday, two games. Monday, three games. Tuesday, a game as well. So that's the way it sets up. First up, Seattle Seahawks travel to Levi Stadium to take on the 49ers. Third time they've played them this season. They haven't played them with Brock Purdy, but um, the market very short there. The line is suggesting... I think, uh, Tristan, you might tell me, uh, are we at double figures? Yeah, just got out to double figures. It's 10 flat, but the uh, Seahawks have been supported at that plus 10. It's 186 the plus. So San Fran, very firm, $1.21 the favourite. Seattle, $4.60 in that 10 flat line, 42 flat the total points. So uh, obviously San Fran expected to win this game, but Seattle have, have surprised a lot of people throughout the course of the year. Well, in the in the States, it's very interesting. This went up at six and a half, would you believe? I, I don't, it only lasted, I think, a couple of hours. Very quickly trended up to uh, 10 and 11. And I think um, one big uh, betting group in the US then took uh, the, uh, the 11, the 10, and I think it was down around the nine. Now it's back to 10. I don't think 10's enough. I think San Francisco win this comfortably. Uh, I certainly would expect that they're 13 or more point. Uh, winners. I mean, I thought, you know, Geno uh, Smith, um, I think everybody's worked him out. You know, he, th- he threw uh, two intercepts last week that uh, realistically uh, should have cost them the game. Um, I think the 49ers just absolutely dust them up here. Yeah, 49ers run game against the Seahawks defence. It's horrible against the run game. Um, they'll keep getting their first down. So I'm with you. I don't think 10's enough. So I like the 49ers uh, minus 10. What about uh, the other game on Sunday? This is an interesting one. Uh, so the two elite quarterbacks going head-to-head, uh, Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville and Justin Herbert at the Chargers. What's the market here, Tristan? Yeah, this game is, is a really tight betting game with the Chargers just favourites away from home. $1.76, Jacksonville $2.12 and a flat one the line. So um, I, I think, as you say, both quarterbacks on the up, both superstar quarterbacks. Uh, you know, maybe Herbert's got that little bit more experience, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, they started, the, they finished the season so well and uh, at home, slight underdogs, I, I I think it's going to be a cracking game anyway. 
Well, and, and, and again, this one opened at three. Uh, now down to one, it's been, the Jags have been very heavily vet in the US uh, over the last couple of days. Um, I thought Lawrence was poor last week, but I think back at home, he'll also learn off that. They've got a very astute coach. Um, I think the char Chargers have pro uh, proven this year a uh, very questionable road, uh, road record, and they're on the road here into Jacksonville. Uh, I'm with the Jags. Oh, yeah, so am I. I like the Jags plus the one too. So for a lot of those reasons, back home, as you mentioned, Chargers and Justin Herbert, they've got to get it done still with some players on the IR. And um, there's a bit of a challenge around Justin Herbert, isn't there? I mean, you, you can talk about Staley and what he is as a coach, but there's no doubt around Peterson. But Herbert's got to get some playoff wins. And then he starts being in the conversation about those elite quarterbacks. And I don't see it happening. I think this is going to be the emergence of, of Trevor Lawrence as an elite talent. Um, he was the best quarterback in the league for the last eight weeks. Um, so I'm going to go Jacksonville plus one as well. Monday, mm, I was going to say big game, but probably the most straightforward of the weekend. Uh, the Bills taking on the Dolphins. No tour, um, no Teddy, uh, back up in Thompson. So making it tough for Miami, Tristan. Is making it very, very tough uh, for Miami and 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 Buffalo. They're a dollar thirteen. They're thirteen point favourites. You know they, they should win, and, and in reality they should win comfortably. I guess the only thing that you, you probably caution against just throwing the Bills in at the dollar thirteen into your multis is that it's been such an emotional couple of weeks for the Bills, and um, they get here after being up for that game, beating the Patriots, going into a game where they are expected to win. You know. That's the only thing that, like, at a dollar thirteen, I wouldn't touch that. But I wouldn't surprise me they beat them by twenty or thirty either. If they if they're there and they're they're mentally switched on, which you you think and you expect them to be, but uh, that'd be the only thing if there's just that slight emotional letdown. Oh, I th I think the Bills go bang this week. I think um, they'll come out of last weekend uh, uh, really confident. Uh, clearly, that was a, a a really tricky game. What about the start to the game? I got up at. 10 to 4, turn the TV on, sat down, watched the National Anthem uh, with the Bills at home, which was incredibly emotional given what had unfolded during the week. And from the kickoff, they have a return touchdown that absolutely lights the field up. And you could just see the Bills all of a sudden settle. Uh, they ended up, you know, the Pats probably played the best they had played this year and pulled one out of their, uh, their backside. End, but the Bills, I thought they got better late in the game as it went on. I think they absolutely do a number on the Dolphins. No tour. Um, you know, the backup last week, I thought he was just way out of out of his depth. And I, I think, yeah, 13, um, nowhere near enough for mine. Yeah, 13, not enough. Emotional upswing continues with uh, DeMar Hanlon. So um, that, they had that game a couple of weeks ago in the snow up there. Um, where the Dolphins played really well, but they still couldn't quite get it done against the Bills. The Bills will get it done in um, absolutely stunning fashion, I think. So that that's a blowout game uh, for mine. So uh, going with the Bills on that one. There's a bit of a concern here, gentlemen, because we're agreeing on everything. So now we might find something different. The next game on the Monday, the Vikings, uh, they're at home. Um, they're up against a giant side that no one anticipated getting into the playoffs. They went a month without winning a game at one stage there, but they've done it. What's the market saying on this one, Tristan? The market's saying the Giants are 246. The Vikings are $1.58 and the Lions are flat three. I know Jared and I butted heads a little bit about this game a couple of weekends ago or weeks ago when they versed each other. And I'm still of the opinion that maybe the Vikings are slightly overrated at the moment and the, and the Giants are 
I thought what I liked about them last week, they, they didn't just play their backups. They played their third string side and they were so gutsy and they, they, they actually were fought right to the death and pushed Eagles who I think would have wanted to rest some players late. I think there's a bit going on there for the Giants. So I am liking the plus three. So I'm interested to hear what Jared, uh, Jared likes here. No, no, I'm, I'm licking my uh, wounds here, Tristan. You were right a couple of weeks ago and, um, uh, I just don't like the game at all. I mean, maybe a very slight lend to the Vikings because they're at home at Minnesota, but, um, you know, Dovell has done a very good job with the Giants. Um, very lucky for the Giants that they're not actually sponsored by a, a, a major fitness um, um, chain, uh, given um, Mr. Dovell. He's certainly uh, looking a, a little worse for wear there on the sideline, but he's done a great job with the Giants. I mean, I... Listen, they're both really hard to catch, but uh, a slight lean to the Vikings at, at home. I think the line makes it about even. At the line, I'd probably take the plus three. I'm all over the plus three. So, uh, Kurt Cousins shown up by bread and butter Daniel Jones, uh, Brian Daybell. I don't care what he looks like, all right? I think he's done an exceptional job with that team. That are a bunch of scrappers, right? They, they get the best out of... Uh, what they can. And then uh, Saquon Barkley is just the icing on the cake for them, isn't he? With the, Like he is their, he is their pro bowler, uh, as they say over there in the US. So for me, Giants plus three, um, I'm all over. So excited about that one. The third game on the Monday, this is a big Bengals taking on the Ravens. The latest is still no Lamar Jackson for Baltimore Ravens, unless there's been an update on that, Tristan. What's the market saying? Yeah, well, the market is certainly indicating uh, that, that there is no Lamar. It's $1.22, the Bengals, $4.30, the Ravens. It's gone from six and a half out to seven. And at the seven, we're into $1.61. So obviously that number is so crucial, uh, six and a half to seven and then to seven and a half. You expect it's got to jump seven and a half. Just the fact that uh, the market's stuck there, is there any slight chance he plays? I don't think so. And, and, and I think uh, the Bengals will, will be too good and, and cover the spread if, if that's the case. Well, and I think the other reason it just keeps pushing north there too, uh, Tristan, is I mean, it might have been six, six and a half earlier in the week, is that uh, Huntley, the backup for Lamar, um, didn't practice uh, yesterday and has tendonitis in his, uh, his right shoulder. So they expect him to play. Now, whether that's a, a little bit of uh, ducks and drakes, we'll, we'll wait and see. But one thing, though, that the, the, these two played each other last week. So, again, we are talking a bit of... Ducks and Drakes, you know, the Bengals obviously get away, uh, get away with a win. But the Ravens do have a defensive matchup that has improved dramatically over the last six weeks uh, that, that um, will play well against the Bengals. I think the Bengals definitely win. Gee, if it gets to seven and a half, I think that makes it a really tricky position in the game, certainly with the Bengals to be winning. So, sorry, just just clarify for me there. You, you, like, you, you Ravens plus seven, or are you waiting for the... Half point from. I'm. So I'm not, I'll jump all over that. I'm not touching the line. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on Bengals uh, at the minus seven, the Ravens got a very limited offense. Um, Jimmy, do you do you get the same feeling that since Jared's you know just had a few of these lunch bets that have gone upside down, he's probably not as bullish and as confident as he might have been a couple of weeks ago. Oh, race three, number two, gun shy. I think is <laughs> what we're looking at here. Like. Absolutely not. Last week it was 27-16 when they were both playing Ducks and Drakes. Um, It's it's not as wide open as it looks, gentlemen. All right. Okay. Clearly. (laughs) Bengals minus seven. Uh, Joe Burrow and that offense is just elite. 
absolutely elite when it comes to NFL. So um, they will do that, no problem, in my opinion. Final game. Down. What would yeah. you get to if, if we got it to seven and a half, Jimmy? Would you be interested in a head-to-head with Jared? More than Jared? No, Jimmy. I said no, you're not taking the right. You got the hang on. You want you got you wanted seven and a half, and now you've been offered it. I didn't say I wanted seven and a half. I said I expect the line moves to seven and a half. You may have inferred that, maybe implied it, whatever. Anyway, all right, okay, yeah. Um, let's go Tuesday, our time, twelve fifteen, kickoff. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with an eight and nine record take on the Cowboys, and they're at home. The Bucks. What's the market on this one? This will be the third time. Uh, well, we already have a lunch bet on this one, gentlemen. As we warm up here, we do, we do. That 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 is right. There was that discussion. Uh, Discussion last week, which I'll let uh, Jared elaborate on shortly, but it's $1.70 the Cowboys, $2.20 the Bucks, and two and a half is the line. So Cowboys slight favourites there away from home. There's obviously going to be a bit of, bit of, bit of pressure on them. The uh, the, the, the storyline of the Bucks haven't been going that good. Dallas, they've got all the artillery to, to go far into this comp, but maybe they haven't quite got it done in the back end of the season. So looking forward to seeing how this game goes and all the storylines with Brady uh, in, the, in the playoff games. Well, yeah. Brady um, at home and his, his record on the, in the playoffs clearly is just an absolute standout. Uh, so the Cowboys need to uh, break a, a little bit of a trend here. One thing I will say about uh, McCarthy, I don't know that tactically he's uh, one of the great standout NFL coaches, but motivationally he is um, up there, in particular with the Cowboys when they come off a very poor performance. And they were bloody horrible last week against the Commanders. And... Um, Warm favourites are soundly beaten. I think they bounce back this week. Um, I think we told the story last year of a, a really poor result. Uh, McCarthy w- walked into training on the Tuesday and handed out little um, containers of cream, which was called uh, monkey butt cream, which was for chafing and for sore backsides for young babies. Um, maybe there's a bit of that going around Dallas this week. Uh, I think the Cowboys win. And I also expect that they cover the line, but I won't need to worry about the line because uh, we already have a head-to-head here on the lunch bet with the, uh, the Cowboys to beat the Bucks. No, it's not head-to-head. It's a line. Yes, it is. No, remember, we couldn't, <laughs> no. we couldn't Wait, determine. Last we week, there was it. no line. Uh, we couldn't determine how we could do it. So that was the problem with it. Anyway. If you want to have a second lunch bet at the line, we'll have that yeah. as well. But there's already one head-to-head. Can you hear that? That's the head noise of Pat, Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy there. <laughs> Tristan, do you want to be the adjudicator on this one? There was no. We were looking to determine how we could make it fair as a head-to-head bet. We never arrived at a solution. So now, thankfully, they go head-to-head, and the line says plus two and a half. We I, I remember this vividly, and, and, and I'm just trying to, like, where you say the head noise that Dak's copying, I, I, some of these arguments that you two have, there's a lot of head noise that, that goes back and forth in my mind on the drive home, and I remember you declaring that Brady will not be knocked out in the first week of the final, and I don't think there's any line involved in who's going to be knocked out or otherwise, Jimmy, so um, as much as, I, would, I was going to say as much as it pains me to say, but as much as it pleasures me to say, I'm going to side with Jared here and say that it is on the uh, head-to-head, but maybe there's an opportunity for a, for a double up. We'll, we'll see how that goes. I have to, have to check the tapes. When are they released? 25 years, are they? <laughs> and, and just on that, the um, 
Particularly when uh, when one of the members of the lunch bet selects my horse to win the Magic Millions, it's always going to be a, uh, a little bit of um, buttering up to, to determine which side of the fence we pull uh, Listen, the, the, the tapes of last week tell a tale, and that was that the, the Bucks were given out at $19 to win the Super Bowl, and I said it was missing a zero, at which stage Mr Smith wanted to jump in. And then we looked at angles, and I said, well, clearly the way the seeding is going to unfold, they'll play next, each other next week week, uh, I'll have a lunch bet on the result of that game. So there was no need for a line. That's exactly as I recall it. Yeah, isn't that funny? Well, how does Summer Loving recall it? Probably something similar. <laughs> I think, yeah. Anyway, um, I for the one, for what it's worth, I'm happy to go the head-to-head. Go, Tom. And I'll, the plus two and a half is my selection there, obviously, at the line as well. Right. Uh, is, 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 just to clarify, is there one lunch bet or two, Jimmy? There's one. Okay. I've only got you. I'll um, race three, number two, Gunshy to come out and have a bet. So away we go. Oh, would you like the lunch bet with me on the line, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, done. <laughs> as long as we're both taking two off him, I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right, done. Thank you, gentlemen. Right, you better get to your best, please, Jared. Uh, Jimmy, two bets for the weekend. The forty all up. The win. The 49ers, the Bills, the Bengals, and then a lot of pressure on Zach on uh, Monday into the Cowboys. Those four straight out the win, 232. And I thought the best of the weekend to cover the line was the Bills at minus 13 at $1.98. Tristan, you got a standout for us besides the uh, Cowboys minus two and a half? No, I, I do have a standout. I'm going to take uh, and I'm going to use the all important staking plan, which I was actually talking to myself, which happens a bit. Uh, with, with two or three minutes to go in the in the Titans game, I said, "Wow, I wish I'd have done the all important staking plan then." And oh. I was very thankful, uh, so that, that any Titans fans can probably blame me for going down with that early crow. But I'm going to take the Giants plus three, and I'm going to take the Giants at two dollars forty six to cause an upset over the Vikings. Nice, I like that. I like that. Uh, they're my second pick, Giants plus three. Forty Niners have been good to me. I anticipate that will continue. So. I'll take the 49ers at the minus 10 as my best bet of the weekend, uh, as well as those couple of lunch bets that I'm looking to win uh, for the Bucks v Cowboys game. Racing, of course, and it's a massive carnival up there for the Magic Millions on Saturday. Uh, you've done the form, Jared. Is there something that stands out for you beyond the horse that the boss owns? Uh, Jimmy, well, I thought we'd go to the, the Magic Millions. It's always the... Uh well, probably the highlight race of the day. We've got uh, an amazingly open race here. We've got six last start winners, everything else. There's clearly some form around them. But it, unlike recent years where there might be one or two that have really run time against the clock and probably been pronounced favourites or in the market, uh, not so much this year. And uh, I have said on the podcast, on record over recent weeks, especially after the uh, Wyong run, that uh, I did like the way that Summer Loving finished strongly in that last 400. Um, has had a recent trial on the Gold Coast. They put the blinkers on. It did jump. I think it from uh, gate nine with the blinkers on can probably take a, a nice sit and trail, maybe three wide uh, with cover. Um, so it was one I, I liked. And then the other one, uh, number 16, Empress of Wonder uh, for the Annabelle Anisham Stable. Again, it's run uh, two placings. Uh, been in Brisbane for a little while. Uh, their stable in Brisbane under Todd Pollard does an excellent job. Really nice run. 
uh, second at Eagle Farm behind a horse that I know you like, Jimmy. So uh, they were the two where I thought some value. And so I uh, sat down with the wife last night and I said, now, Jimmy's been raving on about this all-important staking plan. So mm. why don't we do this? Let, let's go. Summer Loving, 45 bucks at, uh, to win, uh, currently $18. And Empress of Wonder, $55 to win at $13. So either of those clicked, um, we end up with a similar result. So Summer Loving, Empress of Wonder, both at double figures, uh, I thought might give us a show on Saturday. What about the head noise going on here, eh? Oh, this is unbelievable. Sitting down with the cheese and kisses, sorting out what your staking plan's going to be. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, you're more like Dak Prescott than Dak Prescott there. Here comes Tom, here comes Tom. Anyway, uh, Tristan, do you, and this is a loaded question, Tristan, do you have a best bet for the weekend? Or you better turn your you better you you better take yourself off mute, mate. This is this is all important what you're yeah, doing. So sorry, I was uh, just trying to I was just trying to uh, pass on Jared's tips to the office whilst he was giving them out live, so he can get the jump on it. So I had to yell out through the uh, through the door. But um, no, I'm I will I will completely support and echo uh, Jared's uh, Jared's selection in summer loving. But uh, I will uh, I will sit back and uh, watch. But what I what I will see actually I, I do have a um. I do have one that's away from the other uh, Magic Millions because uh, I think it's going to be a very, very good day for the Milo Racing Syndicate. And uh, we're going to go to Flemington Race 8, a horse that is as enigmatic as Jay Smith. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, you never know how it's going to turn up, what mood it's going to be in. But uh, Race 8, number five, Nick Our Spur, there's been some good support. It trialled well. It's first up. I just think it's $7. It's worth a little cheeky each way play. So, and because of the uh, the grief you've been copying each way, I'm going to make sure the staking plan is 60 to win and 40 to place. Just a little bit more on the win than the, the play side of things. Yeah, well done. Well done on that one. Uh, all right. Well, I've just had a look at the price of uh, the horse that um, I'm tipping, and it actually, I've, I've already backed it. Now it's just shifted out a little, which is a little bit concerning. Anyway, oh, I'm going to go to Race Hill, Race 5, number 6, Regal Pom has shown plenty of promise. Looks like the penny has dropped the last prep. Uh, when winning well, trial was very good, and then a good thing beaten on uh, Boxing Day at Ramwick draws the number one gate. It's all set there for Regal Pom out of the Annabelle Nisham yard. Uh, it was in from 15s into sevens. Now is out to nines. Uh, by the way, I backed it at sevens. Uh, now out to nines and two dollars eighty. So the all important staking plan. I mean, let's not get away from that. I'll go the thirty. 70 option Tristan the 30 70 option that's also one to consider Jared when you're next speaking to the chief of business I've, to... I've put that on for you Jared and uh, for Jimmy should I say and uh, if you had have gone 70 30 I might have even upgraded your your own bet to to the current price it is now but uh, no since 30 70 I can't do the uh, the no ticker upgrade unfortunately oh dear so I like getting this information after the event it's all it's fantastic. Uh, all right, gentlemen, I think we're done. I'll tell you what, there's some, uh, I love the way this is evolving this year. Obviously, there's someone struggling a little in the lunch bets, but haven't the alliances formed very quickly over the course of a week? But anyway, that's what happens. And, and Jimmy, on January the 12th, don't you forget, it's a very long season ahead for you. Very long season. Very long season. Good on you, gents. Enjoy. See you, guys. See you, gentlemen. NFL, racing, and everything else you want. Have a great one.
Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone.